0: everybody. This is Gary Kay, and obviously you're watching a video version of my Rants and Rays podcast. It's post-Infocom, and I love doing product demos. And and in fact, uh, as you can see, I'm joined with Bob Cannelia from Black Magic Design. Hey, Bob, how are you?
1: Great. Thanks for having us.
0: Hey, thanks for being on today. Uh, we shot uh, a handful of videos at the Black Magic Design booth at Infocom. I'll link those in the description of this podcast. Of course, you can go to our Infocom coverage at raypubs.com/infocom2019. Just type in Black Magic in the video search window, and um, y'all had a y'all had a packed booth. It was tough to get through your booth. Uh, I know the show was packed, but your booth was especially packed.
1: Yeah, it, you know it's interesting. We've been doing that show with I don't know how many years now, but seven or eight maybe. Uh, and uh, our I guess our presence there has grown uh, in the sense that more and more people know who we are. So we have you know. Uh, customers and system integrators and everybody showing up and and talking about what's new and, and telling us what they're already doing which is cool
0: yeah and one of the cool products that you're going to show me today that was that you're going to demo today is the Atom constellation 8k um and uh tell us a little bit about that product and what it does
1: yeah so the constellation 8k is uh an interesting uh switcher because um and I, actually i'm using it right now to put uh, this key up so uh I'm not actually at NAB uh, 2018, um, but, uh, and I have my little live logo, but I'm going to switch off now and, and move over to some slides about it, and then I'll get through to the switcher. So, the switcher itself uh, is part of our 8K workflow, and what we've done is um, we, we basically have developed a, uh, a product that is more than just 8K. So, even though the title says 8K, uh, in 8K, it is a 10-input. 1ME uh, switcher. Now, the thing about that is in order to get an input in 8K, you need four 12G cables. So it's quad to make it. So by doing that, there's 40 uh, connections on the back. So uh, there's a the hyperdecker. Get back to these. Let me go back to the, where's my, there it is. So there's 40 inputs in the back, right? So the thing about that is you we decided, well, wait a minute, if, we have, if we're doing an 8K, we can do it in HD or or Ultra HD as a 40 input switcher. So now you got 40 inputs, you got four MEs, and, and then it's just a massive switcher. So in the 8K mode, you have 10 inputs and six uh, outputs, uh, you know, aux outputs, they could be anything. Well, it's 24 outputs and 40 inputs, so it's, it becomes a really a massive Ultra HD, and HD switcher, and so I think that's 4K. Re-
0: So in 4K, it's 40 in, 24 out, in 8K, it's 10 in, uh, eight out.
1: Uh, 10 in, six out.
0: Or sorry, it's 10 in, six out, yes. And, yeah. and, and so, all the, obviously, in looking at the back panel, it's all SDI.
1: Yeah, so all SDI, um, but the good thing about it is, and um, it, is that any input you put into it, it will match the output resolution. So, uh, for instance, today, I'm, I'm, I'm using it um, with a, you know, some uh, 4K sources, some HD sources, and, and, and it all uh, matches internally. And that's really important, especially in the live environment where guys are just uh, trying, you know, if they're, they're using the switcher, let me go back to the, my other slide here. Like, you know, they're using it here in a venue. They don't necessarily know that all of the sources are going to match. So this way they get to uh you know just take in a, a random source and know it's just going to work without having to use a converter so that that's really a big deal and that uh, makes
0: it basically completely seamless you don't have any of the sw- the glitchy switching or anything like that as well
1: that that's exactly right so you know it frame syncs the inputs and and all that um and you know in this picture, we show that the two m e panel uh we also have a, a one m e panel that you can connect to it, and uh, that's the advanced panel um so if I switch back over to, uh, to me, I'm going to switch over. And so that's me using the one me panel here live. And I can address any of the four MEs from, from this panel. So, but not only can I use the panel, but I can also use the software. So the software, um, that comes with all ATEM switchers is, is no different in, in this case. So if I, uh, switch back, so now here's the software that I'm using. Um, and, and, uh, I can address all four MEs um, through the software. I can go to any of the MixFX buses. And I have macros here that I was, you know, uh, so like for instance, in the macros, these are great too because certain things you just do all the time. Like you see that one says Chroma Start. That was, I, that was the one I made for me. <laughs> so that I knew that, I was, that, that it was all set up and I didn't have to start playing around with the chroma key. Um, but if I go to some other ones, I can I can say um, this one says uh, news box setup two, right? So what that means, I'll just switch over. So that's what I set up. So this is a, a two box switch, um, and then I can bring one of those uh, full screen like that. So now my hand's back here, um, and I can go back to it. So uh, all of these macros are capable in uh, all of the flavors, whether it's HD, uh, 4K, or or, or, or AK Ultra HD, all of yeah. right? So
0: Now that, that physical controller in front of you is called what? What is that controller in front of you called?
1: Right, so this is the ATEM uh, advanced panel, advanced 1ME panel. So okay. uh, we had an original panel uh, called the ATEM uh, 1ME uh, panel, uh, broadcast panel. Uh, that was from the original design that uh, we bought from Echolab. Yeah. This one is all black magic. Uh, it comes. It's um, a lot. Uh, I'll show you. I'll spin like Vanna White. Um, so you uh, basically have a panel that is really sturdy. It it, it can address all four MEs. Uh, these are the macros that'll highlight, so you can switch different panels. I can I can change all the colors of the buttons. Uh, catching a light there, but I could change the colors of the buttons or the mnemonics on here. And uh, so this panel is great because it works with any of our our switchers. Uh, there are some people that use a two or four ME switcher, and they'll put two of these in line because they'll have one guy running one ME, one guy running another ME, and because they're all networked together, it's easy to do that kind of uh, uh, thing. And so we um, and, and this panel was a lot less expensive than the original. The original was around five thousand dollars. This is three thousand dollars. So uh, economies of scale. It's also it's it's heavy, but it's uh, sturdy. I mean, you know, this is the kind of gear that you just throw in, in a case yeah. and uh, take it take it everywhere so
0: and what you're showing me on the ipad uh well i, I don't know if it's an ipad or computer version was yeah, the, the basically iPad, you're, yeah. em, you're you're basically emulating four of those in a sort of a digital uh um version of it right i mean right. Basically you're you're able to you're able to have control of four me's simultaneously on one screen rather than on the physical panel you are pressing a, uh four different buttons to decide which of the four me's you're controlling.
1: That's correct. And, um, yeah, so the, uh, yeah, the real estate of the GUI is a little bit more expansive, but, but then again, the good thing about when you're using the, um, uh, the control panel, go back to it. Uh, I'll know exactly what ME I'm on by pressing the button. So I don't have, and it's a hard lit button all the time instead of being lost in a software menu somewhere going, I'm not sure what I'm doing here. So that part is really, um, is great so do you to, see?
0: So it sounds like you see the constellation eight K, for now at least, being used primarily as a four K, like supercharged four K, uh, yeah. you know, multi viewing, multi imaging switcher.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what it is is it's um, there are certain eight K applications straight away. So oh, right. next year's summer Olympics, whatever, those that guys sure. need they need they need that kind of power. But if you're, uh, you know, and it gives flexibility because you're, you're able to use this switcher in a lot of different environments that, um, that, that can switch between um, frame rates and, and resolutions. Uh, I, I've been at, I was at a concert recently. Hey, and By the way,
0: I love yeah. the picture of your switcher, but I want to see you since you're talking to me now. How's that? Can ah, you-
1: sure. I understand. <laughs> well, I'll go back to me. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where we go. Um, where did it go? Oh, you know what? I don't know why I didn't just do this. Boom, there that's you go. I I see, there you go. Uh,
0: so you're, I'm sorry to interrupt. You're saying that you that's quite right. A concert,
1: yeah. So at a concert, I see that the wall behind the band is you know a, a big LED wall, and you know that that probably could take any resolution, yeah. Uh, just they don't have anything 8K to feed it, whereas. With this switcher, even if you had 4K cameras, you could get an 8K output to that wall. And right. so those kind of, that kind of flexibility is there. The other thing is it's $9,995 for the ATEM, which, while a lot for Blackmagic uh, products, uh, it is not a lot of money um, in, in the switcher world, especially yeah. for something that's this capable. It, you know, yeah. In Ultra HD, in, in 8K, you still have um, SuperSource, which is the four DVEs uh, plus a DV and trans in, in transition. So when you, so when you get into say, um, you get, you get two of those in, um, in, uh, in, um, 4k. So you'd have, you could have eight, nine boxes. I, you know, it's just insane how many, how many you have. So from that perspective, uh, you know, it's a lot of power. But the other thing that it really gives is the flexibility on the outputs, because generally people get to venues and they need a lot of outputs to get to different monitors and whatnot. You can basically send anything out on it. We don't even call it an aux bus anymore. It's just, it's just an output. It could be anything. So that really gives you a lot of, you know, it's almost like having a router at the same time, which is, um, which is great.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, my, my impression of, this whole generation of 8K products that's coming out is that what we're seeing today, the way that things are being presented to the public, for example, the the application you just gave a, a concert venue with a large LED in the back, is totally different than the way people are going to be presenting it five years from now. Because right now they're thinking, oh, well, this is a higher resolution version of what we had before and it's replacing what they're having. And so they're thinking about it as a linear replacement rather than as a nonlinear creation tool, because right? Like, even though you and I understand that, hey, you can take that large screen and turn it into a, a multi-imaging digital canvas. Most people right. aren't thinking that way. They're thinking, oh, well, this is the better version of what I had. So, they kinda, we, we kind of have this time where we're, as an industry, going to have to educate people on what, how you can change your workflows to do things differently, to present content differently, more creatively rather than just bigger.
1: Well, and, and that's the thing, because when you have super high resolution like this, in a concert venue you could put up all the cameras on that back you know so that everybody at the could same see it time. time exactly and
0: in native resolution
1: uh, absolutely i was so, thinking
0: about that earlier i was thinking like imagine this you take one of your 8k cameras right yep oh, you disappear watch that there so there's yeah, me there
1: no but <laughs> yeah. there's a multi-view that's a yeah. multi-view on a multi-view on a multi-view and, and yeah. you know but that kind of theory to be able to put out that many outputs all over the place is, is always uh, uh, is it's something to look at anyway? That's for sure.
0: All right. So then, like here, I was thinking about this last night. I was listening to, uh, I was driving, and I was listening to a uh, a talk radio show, and they were talking about something that was loosely related to our industry. And I was thinking, well, you know, in the why don't why don't basketball arenas, for example, put up a 8K camera, shoot the whole the whole um, floor, and then just move the the broadcast signal back and forth inside the 8K image. And broadcast basically a 4K image, a 4K resolution image without having to use two cameras. Like, I mean, this sort of changes everything. You can have an 8K camera and pick out what you want and still get a bunch of native 1080 images. I mean, you know, in, in 8K, you get 16 native 1080 images out of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and it's interesting because you know, they're already using 4K cameras to pull. HD replays out of right so this is just the same thing over again because it's four times that you know it's 8k is four times 4k which is four times HD and as you say you get into 16 tiles of uh, of that kind of resolution which you know we had an 8k display at Infocom and we put our multi-view on it well at that point each quadrant was a 4k signal I mean it was really impressive
0: How big was your display, by the way? Because it's hard to find an 8K display, isn't
1: it? Yeah, there aren't many 8K displays. And we had a sharp, it was an 80 something inch.
0: 84 inch, yeah. Sharp 84 inch, yeah.
1: Right. But the thing about 8K really is, I think personally, that the only way you're going to get benefit from it is to have it be the size of our wall.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. I
1: mean, size behind me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're not going to go out and buy a 55 inch 8K TV and get my
1: you're not going to notice any difference and even at home it would be tough to have an 8k i'd have to put it on my neighbor's wall but um (laughs) but but i think that the 8k and higher resolution like that as you say what what it turns into is if you if you do have a wall and then you can carve out 4k images on it you can watch four 4k basketball games at the same time on an 8k wall that's when you're really starting to get
0: and that's what i mean like the integrators have to kind of think differently because when a a sports bar comes to you, a big chain comes to you and says, we want to replace everything. Instead of you saying, okay, we'll replace everything with the newest version, you should say, yeah. have you thought about, instead of doing yeah. this video wall the way you did, we could literally put up, you know, and uh, and that's what, people have to kind of rethink the workflow and the way that they present things, because the customer isn't going to, it's not going to dawn on the customer in most cases that this is even possible and and no. i think even in the integrator this is so new that they're not thinking about that they're just thinking as a replacement for 4k or 4k as a replacement for 1080 or whatever so right. yeah this makes sense so you actually did launch quite a few new products at uh at infocom we actually shot uh like i said a handful of videos in your booth uh, and did a uh an interview with you obviously as well all yep. that is on the rave pubs microsite um and uh I would encourage people to go look because one of the things we didn't talk about today is the Teranex Mini SDI to HDMI 8K HDR. Yeah. Um, that's going to be big. I think that's got a, a, a really interesting niche. Um, after that video was shot, we were looking at it in the booth that night, and we're like, we have like 10 applications for that one box that we can think of that we yeah. personally have. So that's going to be a hot one. So I encourage people to go back and look at that. I, I think that it may be an overlooked product, uh, you know, considering all the other stuff that you had.
1: Well, you know, and uh, sometimes they all get overshadowed. I mean, um, uh, even if, uh, let me see if I can do this quickly without uh, looking too goofy. There we go. Uh, yeah. Even the, uh, this is the 8K the deck. So, you know, uh, the HyperDeck, and um, it's all part of that same workflow. We had the, the, the uh, Terranx Mini, and there's two versions of the Teranex Mini too. So, um, we, we, we announced a, a new version. Whoops. Where did I go? I blew my key. You have too many choices. <laughs> I have too many choices. That happens. Where's my media player? Uh, it's, so um, let me go back to my uh, macros maybe. So anyway, um, the thing that, that kills me is that, uh, is that we have basically that box, and then there's a second version of it to deal with the new um, Mac displays. Yeah. Uh, so it's AK to, to DisplayPort. Uh, but Apple's not going to be the only one with DisplayPort either. So it really giving people more choices for a lot more monitors. Now the calibration thing is the real key to that product, as sure. you know, and it's yeah. the one that's not so obvious right away. Some most people just think it's a Teranex Mini Converter that goes from, you know, uh, you know that does 8K, but that's not. It, it it's more than that. And I think um, you're right. I, it's uh, it's hard on our booth. We get crowded with a lot of different products and features and. You know, cameras and switchers and things like that. But that one, in and of itself, is one that uh, everybody uh, will need in the post world for sure, and uh, just in display. Period. Just because uh, so many of these displays that people use now are consumer type displays, but they could look a lot better if uh, people calibrated them.
0: Exactly. That that's the product. Uh, yeah, I was excited about when I saw. Um, I appreciate this demo too, uh, especially being willing to do it in real time and uh, without. Having- <laughs>
1: without any post-production yeah.
0: but uh but i mean yeah. this is the, g- great for the the people in our industry they love this kind of stuff and uh of course you can go to blackmagicdesign.com to see all their products and <laughs> you have the probably the widest range of of uh mm-hmm. of production products in one place and the most affordable i mean i don't think anyone even would i think even your competitors would sometimes are like i don't understand how they can do that <laughs> um so so yeah it's a good problem to have for you but uh But in any case, all of our coverage at raypubscom slash Infocom 2019. And of course, Bob Canelia. thank you very much for joining me again. I appreciate it. I've enjoyed uh, doing this pre and post uh, Infocom Director of Sales and uh, and Operations at at, uh, Sales Operations in North America for Blackmagic Design. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having us and I look forward to uh, catching up again down the road.
0: Thank you very much, everyone. Have a great day.